Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won, only played. A love affair. It satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect. The greatest game ever played. Golf. It's real. And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob. Well, thank you very much and welcome in to another year of Talking Golf with you. I'm Brian Taylor, Bob Casper alongside as well. Year number 25, Talking Golf here on Real Golf Radio, which is pretty amazing. Happy 25th, my partner. How are you? Yeah, that's pretty crazy, isn't it? Boy, we've been through a lot. We've uh, seen a lot. We've been a lot of places and uh, it's been fun. 25 years. Awesome. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, we got a new logo up. You can check that out. RealGolfRadio.com as well as our social at RealGolf on X and uh, RealGolfRadio on the other social channels. So uh, we're going to have some fun this year with that, by the way. Mm-hmm. We've got some uh, merchandise that we're going to put together for those that are fans enough or interested enough to have a little uh, logoed merch with our a special 25-year logo. Uh, we redesigned the standalone a little bit as well, having some fun with it. And we'll have some memories uh, that we'll share along the way. Some of the uh, 25 years of golf as we remember it. Uh, the, you know, Once a show, just take a little moment to look back on, on yeah. some of the cool things that we've experienced and seen and done. Um, yeah, it's been a, a real privilege and a real treat. Bob, uh, you know, his just a, a brief history. Bob and his dad, Billy Casper, won the 98 Champions Challenge. I was a young radio guy at the time and covered the event and uh, interviewed him afterwards. And uh, we uh, became friends after that. I said, hey, do you want to do a radio show? And that started in 1999, just after the Masters. And here mm-hmm. we are in 2024 and year 25 of Talking Golf. And since that time, it's been a real treat to be around you and your family and some of the events that we've been able to uh, witness and some of the venues we've been able to play as well. It's a, it's a love affair with the game and fun to share it here on the radio and the airways. Yeah, we've come a long ways, that's for sure. Um, from the very uh, onset of just local radio and now national and and uh, digital and everything concerned, it's been really, really fun to uh, to delve into professional golf and golf per se, um, especially with uh, 
with a good friend. Yeah. So it's awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same. And by the way, we couldn't have timed it any better. There's this guy, Tiger Woods, jumped on the scene about the time we started uh, doing yeah. our show, and that yep. certainly helped. And now we're in the middle of all this uh, live stuff, which has been an interesting couple of years. We'll talk about it next. Sentry is playing this week in Kapalua. 24 season is underway. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Staples is serious about gaming. And right now, during Staples Holiday Deals, we're even serious-er. Like this week at Staples, save $50 on the Xbox Series S with three-month Game Pass Ultimate Bundle, now just $249.99. Save serious money on gaming with $50 off the Xbox Series S game system today during Staples Holiday Deals. Xbox offer available online and select stores only. While supplies last, limit one ends 12 23 This report is sponsored by IBM. The climate crisis is one of our greatest challenges, and businesses play a significant role in minimizing environmental impact. According to a survey by the IBM Institute for Business Value, 86% of executives have a sustainability strategy in place, but only 35% have acted on it. With its ability to instantly analyze environmental data and optimize operations, generative AI can be a vital tool to turn sustainability aspirations into actions. In fact, 69% of organizations plan to increase their investment in generative AI for sustainability. Odea Bosch, Global Sustainability Leader, IBM Consulting. Data is the lifeblood of sustainability efforts, and generative AI can supercharge these efforts, making data operations better and more efficient, reducing costs, emissions, and waste, so organizations can reach both sustainability and financial goals. To learn more, visit ibm.com ibv. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's hear what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states. Now, back to... 
to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Hey, welcome back to the show, brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. You've heard us talk about this for a couple of years now. 2024 is the year that Black Desert Resort will open officially with the Resort Center Hotel, Golf Village, all opening up as well as hosting the Black Desert Championship in October on the PGA Tour. What an exciting time. Check out blackdesertresort.com. There are limited, and I use that, I emphasize that word, limited real estate opportunities. Don't miss out. Check out blackdesertresort.com to find out how you can own a piece of Black Desert uh, Resort. It's unbelievable. If you haven't played it, definitely get down and do so. The Tom Weiskopf Championship course is awesome, and it's going to be a great venue for the Black Desert Championship when the PGA Tour comes to town that uh, first or second week, I, I think it is, of October. So, yeah, really exciting stuff. The LPGA will follow in May of 25, and then you'll see LPGA in the spring and PGA Tour in the fall every year at Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. BlackDesertResort.com. All right, thanks again for joining us here as we kick off the new year. The players on the PGA Tour are kicking off the new year uh, at the Century. It used to be the Century Tournament of Champions, but the field was expanded to include the top 50 in the world, not just a winners-only event. Nevertheless, it is an appropriate place to kick off the year, Bob. This is what we've been uh, become accustomed to the start of the year Kapalua, the beautiful views. I mean, as we sit here and do the show here in Utah, it is uh, light snow outside, just as you would expect a January day to be. But, uh, man, to turn the television on and see those views is something else. It's a, it's, it's, it's a great venue. Guys can hit the ball a long ways there, depending on which way the wind's blowing and the slopey fairways that just seem to take the golf ball for, forever and ever. It's fun to watch. It is fun to watch. Uh, the field has been, like you said, expanded. There are about uh, 60 players now as compared to about 34 to 40, something like that, um, because of everything that they've done to uh, to include more in this event. But love golf in Hawaii, as the caddy says, love golf on the rock. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty cool to start a new year on the PGA Tour, not have it a wraparound year, but have it a start in January like we were used to for so many years and then ending it off at the end of August. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Rest in peace, the wraparound season. That will not be the case anymore. We will have FedEx Cup fall, uh, which I just referenced, uh, referring to the Black Desert Championship being a new featured event on that schedule. But yeah, we're talking about January through August, right? And in August, so we got major championship. Well, let's just start with the players. You got the players championship in March. You've got the masters in April, the PGA in May, the U S open in June, the open championship in July. And then the FedEx cup playoffs take place throughout the month of August. And then whether this year it'll be a president's cup in September could also be a Ryder cup year or whatever. So that, that is the schedule. Don't forget this year. Oh, the Olympics. That's right. Thank you. It is a special year. That's worth first week in August. Yep. So throw that one in there as well. So yeah, it's a jam packed, but there, there's a nice cadence to it. There's a beginning, there's an end, and then there is this designated fall season, which I think is going to add more emphasis to those events, give it more weight to players playing that event because now they actually have the opportunity to improve their position. Yes. 
to get into designated events the following year. You know, so there's actual there's some some stuff on the line, if you will. Now, we talked about this as we ended up 2023. There are some who suggest, hey, bring back some silly into the season. We see serious golf all year long. Okay. There is some of that, right? I think we enjoyed what, uh, I don't want to call it silly, what they did at uh, the Grant Thornton, uh, but it's one of those kind of hit and giggle, if you will, those fun events to see an LPGA and a PGA Tour player playing together. I applaud. That was one of my favorite events to watch for the year. So those are there. You know, the father and son. uh, Yeah, the PNC father-son. Yeah, the championship, which is, uh, you know, not just fathers and sons, but the the championship players and their their offspring, if you will, are playing. And and that's a fun deal too, right? Tigers Mm -hmm. events a little bit like that. It's a fun deal, even though there are world ranking points on the line. So I think the schedule, that's a long answer to say that the schedule feels like it has a good cadence where I think it was a little bit lost in that whole wraparound before. Yeah. And there are some changes in the schedule, especially um, some events, some new events at, at old places um, and some that are going to be replaced. Um, But you know, the, the first one that comes to mind is uh, in Florida where we're going to see instead of the Honda classic, um, we're going to see um, a different championship. I'm trying to, trying to find it right now. Um, it's sorry, the cognizant classic at, at in the Palm beaches, and that's going to be at PGA national resort. Um, and the champion last year at the Honda classic was Chris Kirk. So that's going to be, um, a, a major change. Um, the Mexico open is going from June to February. Uh, that's where Tony Finau won. Um, uh, you know, so, uh, Houston's going to be not a fall event, but it's going to be part of the regular, um, FedEx cup events of that whole schedule between January and August. So there, there's quite, there's some, some changes, but it's all going to work out really, really well. And as you said, I think the cadence is much better now. One of the things that stands out to me as you scroll through the PGA tour.com schedule is ESPN plus. Look uh-huh. at the number of times ESPN Plus is listed on there. That that's interesting to see. You know, we've always had uh, Golf Channel and Peacock, and you know those kind of things, and you'll still see them in there. But you you see quickly beginning with the Phoenix Open, ESPN Plus, ESPN Plus, ESPN Plus. So yeah, kind of kind of interesting that the I, I'm not sure I'd heard a lot about ESPN Plus starting to carry you know PGA Tour but that looks exactly uh like what they're doing. In fact, I don't even see Peacock interestingly enough listed on the broadcast out you know after what is it uh AT&T. Yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of, that's, that's kind correct. It's kind of an interesting one. In fact, and ESPN Plus is included on those first events that also include Golf Channel and Peacock. So, yeah, really really kind of some interesting things that are happening this year uh on the schedule. Now, uh, the Sony Open in Hawaii is coming up next week. Siwoo Kim is the defending champ. That's the first full field event of the season. You will notice something that's a little bit ironic. This century is a $20 million purse with, what'd you say, about 50-some players, Bob? Yeah, 60 players, I think, total. And yeah. then next week, we have full field event, and the purse is $8.3 million. Yeah. So, again, that's this thing that we're going to watch this year is these designated events where there's a whole lot of money for the very best players and it's a rich get richer kind of thing. And, and players are have to be incentivized 
to work themselves into those designated events or they're going to get lapped. I mean, I'll just give you an example. The Century is $20 million. Then we got yep. Sony Open, American Express, and Farmers that are $8.3, $8.4, and $9 million respectively. Okay, Also, 500 FedEx Cup points for each of those. Now you go into Pebble Beach, a designated event, 700 FedEx Cup points, and a $20 million purse. So, right? so there, there's that cadence. And then, by the way, Phoenix Open is... An eight eight point eight million dollar purse, followed and by that was Genesis. designated last year. That one was, but this year it's Genesis that's designated, and it's yes. a twenty million dollar purse. So yep. there there are opportunities to play well in certain events and be able to get into the following designated events. I think that's that's going to be a huge part of the story this season. Yeah, and you know that thing is that big that ten, um, those those ten players that play the best during those in between those designated events will be able to work their way into those more signature events and the opportunity. And once, once they start to, a guy can start to get himself into those signature events and play well during those signature events, he improves his position and can stay in, as you were saying. Yeah, and, and that's a big deal. So, all right, we're going to talk more about the schedule. We'll talk about some of the storylines. It's an interesting time um, with this framework agreement between Live Golf and the PGA Tour. It's actually the PIF Fund and the PGA Tour. That, agree- that framework agreement deadline of uh, December 31st of last year has been extended, I think, into March. And talks are also continuing there with PIF and the U.S.-based investment group. So uh, we'll get into that coming up. Uh, We'll also talk more about the comments from Rory McIlroy, Phil Mickelson recently, Greg Norman, and Mackenzie Hughes uh, jumped in and weighed in on the impact that he feels that this is having on the fans, uh, what he calls a bit of a circus that has been put into professional golf. So you'll hear some of those comments. Ryan Ballinger joins us next to discuss all of that. And then, hey, we've got so much to get into. The caddy will be here on the back nine. We've got some caddy changes that we'll get his thoughts on and way too early predictions for the majors and more. Keep it tuned. Kicking off 2024, our 25th year of golf with you right here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. 
And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back into Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Appreciate you joining us. Hit us up online, realgolfradio.com and Twitter at Real Golf. I guess we're going to call that X going forward. I'll try to do better at that. But joining us right now, our good friend Ryan Ballingy from golfnewsnet.com, GNN Radio. Ryan, how are you, man? Hey, happy new year to you guys. It's still going to always be Twitter to me. So yes. <laughs> I will never be able to call it X. So what do you do now? Do you X or do you tweet? What is how do you, how do you how do you put that into an action action verb? And t- I mean, the Twitter domain is still the one they use. Not like it's x.com, it's twitter.com. So uh, I guess it's still tweets, but maybe it's posts. I I don't know, but uh, it's still Twitter to me and uh, we'll, we'll if, if I ever have to change then uh maybe I'll just leave the surface because I don't I think I'll just go on Twitter. <laughs> oh man well look uh you mentioned the circus uh i i think it, you know first of all it's great to see pga tour golf uh again this week uh, the sweeping views at kapalua and the fact that they're able to play following the devastating wildfires and that kind of thing but you know the the thing that stood out to me is the Mackenzie hughes comments so far with you know the way he talked about um, you know, entitlement and that he feels compelled to speak to the fan who is uh, having to deal with the circus that's been going on surrounding uh, player defections and this live golf startup and all that kind of thing. Uh, what were your, what were your thoughts on Mackenzie Hughes, his comments and what do you, how do you see this playing out over the next several months? I, I became a bigger Mackenzie Hughes fan of what he said. I mean, I appreciate what he said, not as, just someone who works in golf media, but just someone who likes golf. That's someone who watches professional golf and cares about it and is a consumer of it because the last couple of years have been a circus and the product has changed. And it's been a bunch of guys who are 
worth a lot of money fighting over even more money, or at least that's the perception of it. And ultimately no, no fan cares how much money these guys make. That, that, that should have been clear long ago, but it definitely is clear now. And for him to be able to just kind of go out there and say, yeah, I kind of wish I was considered part of this group of you know, 25 guys that met at the, the BMW championship in Delaware a couple of years ago that I wasn't even thought well enough to be part of that. That bothers me that, that we have a product that's totally torn apart and I'd love to see it kind of all come together. That bothers me that, you know, I don't really know what's coming next. That bothers me. I think he spoke not only for himself, but for a lot of people. And uh, I'm yeah. glad that he said something. Yeah. You know, the part I really enjoyed about his comments was that it's not a right to play on the PGA tour. That's, you know, it's a yeah. privilege. Um, and I thought, man, that's a refreshing comment, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it feels like it's kind of been lost in all of this, um, that being able to play professional sports for a living and particularly on the PGA tour is a tremendous opportunity. It's a tremendous privilege. It's not your birthright. It's not something you created. It's something bigger than you. And it's going to be here hopefully long after you, so to speak, are not playing professional golf. And that's the point of it. And I think the recognition at some point needs to set in and, and maybe it'll be years until this happens again, that golf is a niche sport with an outsized valuation coming in at the moment because of one particular actor. And if you go back and look at the Nielsen ratings for all of the most watched telecasts of the year, whether that's regular TV, sports, whatever, 96 of the 100 are live, but almost all of them are football or baseball. None of them are golf. Golf was like the, the best golf broadcast of the year was the Masters. That had 12 million people. After that, the best was like 6 million. And that's, that's just not a lot. I mean, 4.5 million people watched a darts match the other night in Britain. And we have 6 million people who watched the U.S. Open. We are a niche <laughs> sport. Let's get over the fact that we're a niche sport. But an, as long as this kind of money thing exists, guys who are in a kind of niche sport, a small sport, uh, they get caught up in their own world and start thinking about what they're worth relative to that world. And eventually there's going to be a reset, but I don't know when that's going to come. Ryan Balangi joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So uh, this is kind of a kumbaya phase as well between Liv and Piff. We know they kicked the can down the road a little bit on the agreement deadline that was the end of uh, 2023. And so they're still talking. There's the U.S.-based sports group that's involved in the discussions as well. Rory went on a podcast on Sky Sports and and kind of changed his tune a little bit, softened his tune at least, and suggested that he was maybe a little too judgmental. Uh, Phil Mickelson jumped in and supported Rory in his words and said it's time to kind of put things behind us and, and heal and move forward. What, what do you make of the conversations that have come specifically out of those two players, and, and do, you, do you think this is all part of that melding process and that we're not far away from this uh, all coming back together? I didn't necessarily have the same interpretation of McElroy's comments as Phil did. I really thought a lot of what McElroy said was a version of something he said in the past that other than that, he was perhaps too judgmental players who took the money in the first place. But even that was kind of a weird flex because he's like, well, not everyone has the same money as me and Tiger Woods. (laughs) 
that's a way of saying I'm richer than all you poors. So I kind of understand why you, you might've taken the money. I don't know if that was so much a kumbaya thing as it was a, a reality check, so to speak uh, for himself, but he still clearly doesn't like Liz. He still clearly doesn't like that this happened. He definitely doesn't like Greg Norman. I mean, none of those things have changed. I think he's just kind of softened and said, I, I get why people took the money. I, I may not have liked why it happened or how it happened, but I get why they took the money because I think at, at his core, McElroy is very much a people person and he very much cares about relationships like those. That's why he's kind of gone back and had a heart to heart with Sergio and they're better off. And, uh, you know, he, he tried to get along with some of the Ryder cup folks who have gone to live, maybe not some, but some of the ones that he likes. And so I don't necessarily view the whole thing as a, just a kumbaya moment as Phil and, and Greg Norman have interpreted it, but it does seem to be at least part of a general kind of softening of the, the back and forth here, because eventually it seems like a deal is going to get done. It might not be today or tomorrow, but they're going to work out something. And at some point, someone's got to start the conversation on the PGA tour side of not being as publicly bitter about it all. And maybe McRoy views his role as kind of being the, the start of that. So, so as to say, yeah, I didn't, I'm, I'm still very bitter. <laughs> you know, I don't like what happened, but we have to find a way to welcome people back and, and maybe language is the start of that. You know, Brian, I agree with you, especially from the standpoint that Rory said he understands why the guys took the money, no doubt about it. Um, he didn't give any glowing recommendations or or put a stamp of approval on Live Golf or anything like that. But the other thing that's kind of interesting about what's happening is kicking the can down the down the road about another three months to to March thirty first. It's uh, it's only a week away from the first major the year in the Masters. I find that kind of interesting that they're extending it out to that point. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people in the golf world, and I'm as guilty of this as anybody else, by the way, uh, we kind of pick the Masters as though it's, it's almost like tax day. Like, you know, it's every year. It's kind of this important point. It's almost like a quarter ending in golf, so to speak. And you go, okay, well, if we get it done by the Masters, you know, then everything's great. And I, I think that's just kind of a date people pick out of thin air and go, all right, well, if we kind of get it sorted by the first major of the year, then we don't distract from that. And we can announce to the world when the biggest possible audience is paying attention to golf that we've all healed up and everything's fine. And this is going to be our path moving forward, et cetera, et cetera. So I, I don't think that they're necessarily trying to you know, show up Augusta or anything like that. I think they just realize that most people are going to pay attention to golf is that first full week in April. And if they don't have something done by then, they might lose an opportunity to get some people back uh, because they've lost a lot of people, lost a lot of people's attention over the last couple of years. Ryan Balangy, golfnewsnet.com, joining us. All right, let's talk about uh, some way-too-early predictions. When you start looking at this season and you look at major championship venues, obviously the Masters at Augusta, the PGA will be at Valhalla in Kentucky, uh, Pinehurst hoping the, hosting the U.S. Open, and then the Open Championship goes to Royal Troon. Are there players that just jump out at you as here's the guys that I'm excited to see play in those venues or somebody that, that kind of – 
you think it might rise. I mean, Victor Hovland has to be the first one that shows up. If I just looked at the scoring average of uh, from last year, they're in the top five. The only two players in the top five in the scoring average from last year on the PGA Tour that are not already major championship winners are Victor Hovland and Jan- Xander Shoffley. And you could at least argue that Shoffley has a gold medal, right? So, um, if to me, Victor Hovland is the is the number one guy that you got to look at if you're putting some money on a, a first time major winner in 2024. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think there's some thought that we love narratives, right? So I think I've seen enough people say, oh, well, Brooks will come back and win the Masters because he's gotten close so many times that he obviously kind of blew it uh, this past year, although credit to Ron for, for being the better player of the final 36. Um, you know, Victor Hovland's name's going to come up a bunch. I feel like people slot him in for a PGA championship because that's the perception that it's the easiest to win. It's the one that's most like a tour event. So Hovland's been great on the tour, you figure don't do well at a place like Valhalla that rewards a long hitter that isn't crazy punishing, but it's punishing enough. And if you want to make the interpretation about a Jack Nicholas design, then you've got that too. And Hovland won a memorial, the ultimate Jack course, so to speak. So maybe, maybe people think about that. Pinehurst, I'm just happy to see again in the rotation. I mean, I, I, I really enjoy number two. I, I think it kind of got a bad rap last time around after the Reno and Mark Keimer won because there was this thought that, it's not as tough as it once was because the fairways are pretty much wide, wide open everywhere. There aren't five inch deep rough patches anymore at number two. That's, that's not what it is, but I still think that it's a great venue and you've got to be a good high quality ball striker to win there. Maybe not the best putter in the world because of the difficulty of the green, but you got to play really well from T to green. And that speaks to me like Scotty Scheffler might win at Pinehurst number two. And then Trude is just a great tough, venue I think people don't appreciate enough in the, in the open championship rotation. I think when you think of your best ones, you probably think of the old course and then maybe go into like Carnoustie and Muirfield, depending on how your preference is. And then some of the others kind of get lost, but I think true in the solid A tier venue uh, among the open rotation. So uh, it does have a tendency to produce the weird champions, but I'm, I'm totally cool with that too. Uh, that's, <laughs> we, we need Brian Harmon's of the world. We need, new major champion. So if we get a new major champion at Troon, I'll go with that too. That's great. Isn't that where Justin Leonard and uh, let's see, Justin Leonard, Ernie Els are two that come to mind. I think that one at Troon. Um, and I believe if it was at Troon, wasn't it where they had the playoff and uh, gosh, I'm forgetting his name right now. The Thomas LeVay, Thomas LeVay picked up Ernie Els after the playoff win. Wasn't that at Royal Troon? I, Do you remember, I that? remember that? It was one of these really awkward when, moments. When Todd it's, Hamilton. Was Todd Hamilton true? Yes, he was. Because that, that was, I mean, that's one of the shock of shocks right after Ben, I mean, Ben Curtis was first and then him. Um, but that, I mean, that was the last, my, one of my lasting memories of Troon. And then you had, what, in 2016, you had the duel between Mickelson and uh, Henry Stenson. Mm, yeah. So, yeah. It, it, there's some great golf. It might not be what you exactly you expected, but it's been some really captivating golf at Royal Troon the last couple of times now. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so who are the picks? Right down the line. Masters. <laughs> I thought he just I mean, gave some pretty I, good layout. And you're going to gonna pin him down did, on it, huh? But I'm, I'm locking him down. Oh, to you're locking him in. Wow. Look at, see what Bob's <laughs> doing there? So here's here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking right right now, that, and, I, and I won't actually put any of this money down until, especially with the Masters, until like three weeks out. But right. I would think probably, 
I would look at Lake Brooks or Scotty for the Masters. I would definitely look at Scotty Scheffler for the U.S. Open, uh, you know, skipping over the PGA where I think Victor Hovland is probably the right pick. Or maybe Max Homa. Um, I'd like to see, I think Max get that top 10 at the last Open Championship, his first top 10 in a major, is a significant deal. I think it's a big deal. Um, okay. So I, I think he can come through and break through and won this year. So I'll slide him for Troon, and then we'll, we'll try those four guys for the, the majors this year. I was mistaken. Nice. Ernie Els won at uh, Muirfield in oh. uh, 2002, 2002 and then, then Litham and St. Anne's in 12. It might have been the Litham and St. Anne's. I, I don't know. I can't remember which one the Thomas LeVay lifting him up. But Thomas LeVay, I remember, just went up to bait maybe like his belt line, but he like hoists <laughs> up Ernie Els when he won. <laughs> it, was a, it was just one of those moments I just can't get out of my mind uh, when he <laughs> – Kind of like kind of like the Paul McGinley celebration after the you know when he won the Ryder Cup. There's a couple of things that just stand in your mind for the for, for that. But uh, anyway, hey, Ry, thanks so much. We appreciate it. Uh, here we go, 2024. Hoping for a good one. And as always, we appreciate your time and insights. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it so much. Looking forward to talking golf with you again this year. You got it. Uh, check out uh, GNN Radio on iHeartRadio channel. And uh, he's got some TV stuff in the works as well. Ryan Ballingy, golfnewsnet.com. More of the show continues next. By now, you've heard about Black Desert Resort in St. George. You've seen the picturesque photos of the Tom Weiskopf Design Championship Golf Course. You've heard that the PGA and LPGA Tours are coming to Black Desert. You've probably heard there's going to be a water park and other things. You've heard right. But did you know that you can own a piece of Black Desert Resort? Go to blackdesertresort.com and sign up to learn about exclusive real estate opportunities available right now. The interest and demand has been enormous, and Phase 1 is nearly sold out. As an owner, you'll enjoy discounted and priority tea times, discounts on spa treatments, dining, shopping, and more. And when you're not staying at Black Desert, you can put your unit in the resort rental program, which will provide rental income for you. Year-round family fun awaits at Black Desert Resort. Don't miss out. Sign up today to learn more at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort, unlike anything you've experienced before. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded The Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting The Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting The Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best 
decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at HoopsVision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. Hear that? That's the sound of 1.5% cash back on every purchase you make with the Agility Cash Visa credit card from Zions Bank. Whether at the grocery store, the dog groomer, or your favorite bistro, the Agility Cash card gives you 1.5% cash back every time, everywhere. For the card that pays, Zions Bank is for you. Apply today at ZionsBank.com agility. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See a banker for details. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to the show. By the way, this segment brought to you in part by Callaway Golf. And uh, do you see the new golf balls that they've uh, released? The new Chrome Tour and Chrome Tour X. Introducing the new gold standard, Callaway says, uh, with the new Chrome Tour and Chrome Tour X and a new Chrome Soft golf ball that is available coming up on February 2nd. So, they have, we're, by the way, we're going to talk, Jason Finley is going to join us next week, and we're going to get more into the golf balls. And um, we'll also find out Dave Neville uh, is going to give us the inside scoop on the new AI Smoke uh, as well, Paradigm AI Smoke uh, drivers that are out from Callaway Golf. But I'll tell you what, the, the new golf balls, they are squarely coming out against the Pro V1s and Pro V1Xs here uh, mm. by what they've done in rebranding these. And it's an interesting story. I read Tony's article from My Golf Spy, which, by the way, should be noted that My Golf Spy hasn't always been exactly in Callaway's corner. In fact, you might right. say they've been in direct opposition to Callaway and some of their product launches. So it's interesting that, that he wrote this article, which made me intrigued to read it. And uh, sure enough, um, it, it was it was fascinating what they've come up with and how they've managed this. So there's no XLS anymore. There's no, right. you know, they've just kind of simplified this into the Chrome Tour and Chrome Tour X. And yeah, we're going to see what happens. So uh, check it out. CallawayGolf.com has all of the details if you want to look through that. And we thank you for joining us here on Real Golf Radio, at Real Golf, and uh, on X, as well as Real Golf Radio, wherever your favorite podcasts are found, Sirius XM, My Heart Radio, GNN Radio, Sports Byline, and the like. And, of course, our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. Uh, some of the things we were talking about, uh, Bob, was with, uh, the cat, with uh, Ryan Ballinger, rather, was about this uh, the comments from Mackenzie Hughes, right? And I think it's worth uh, playing some of these comments because he made some really good points about the circus, is what he called it, of which professional golf has kind of turned itself into. Here's that statement: The fan just wants to watch golf, you know. And I think you you watch sports for like an escape from other nonsense. But I think golf has brought a lot of nonsense onto its plate. And now you don't get just golf. You know, you get a lot of other stuff going on. It's a bit of a circus. All right, there you go, Mackenzie Hughes. By the way, who's in the century this week because Rom went to live and was thereby disqualified from playing this week. So right. he went from 51 to 50 and, and got in and, and uh, had a lot more to... Uh, to say that we'll get to, but what's your initial thoughts on that? That the fan, he's recognizing that the fans are a bit weary of this whole circus. Yeah, I think so. Uh, the reason I do is because 
we know what the PGA Tour is like. We know the the standard that the PGA Tour, DP World Tour is set. We know the formats. We know all that kind of thing. And we're used to seeing like the West Coast Swing and then the PGA Tour going to Florida, then getting your first major at the Masters and, you know, the, the Texas Swing and how the PGA Tour works its way across the country. We're used to those types of things. And they've shortened up the year now from January to August, where it was almost too diluted with another couple of months starting in September and going all the way through the end of the year before you hit the PGA, the the normal season from January to August. So I think he's talking about that, but he's also talking about the signature events and everything that's gone on with live and, and the circus that is that type of golf that they, the golf that they play over there. So I think, uh, I think, what he's saying is the fan wants to focus on what they are they're used to and not necessarily everything ancillary that's going on around this whole thing with live golf and what they're trying to do and the breakaway of the best players in the world um or some of the best players in the world now John Rom's going there now the PGA Tour is signature events they're trying to keep up um it's yeah, it's just become this big round and round and round. Yeah, it's not even a breakaway just from PGA Tour players and stars going to live, but yeah. the breakaway of the P, of the stars on the PGA Tour from the likes of guys like Mackenzie Hughes, and that of course is right. You know, increasing the purses and things like that. And here's what he had to say about it. So I just felt compelled to kind of speak on it that like not everyone out here is just thinking like, oh, like let's make these purses three million dollars. Like that sounds great. Like, no, it doesn't, because in two years, the PGA Tour will have no one sponsoring any tournaments because no one wants to pay these prices. Yeah, I mean, it's what we talked about. It's a bit unsustainable in the direction that they're going. And so you, all of a sudden, yeah, $30 million purses, who's going to pay it? And that was his uh, concern was that that's going to be a problem if that's what we're trying to rely on. And so from there, he said, it basically has led into players becoming entitled. It's a fine line, and I think that also <clears throat> there's a lot of guys that feel entitled out here. Like, you start to see all these big amounts of money flying around and this offer and that offer, and people think, oh, why well, I, I stayed loyal. Like, where's my money? And it's like, you're not entitled to play the PGA like you have the right and like you are you have a privilege to play out here and it's it's an opportunity but it's not like anyone owes you anything no one's you know forcing your hand like you don't have to stay you can go play over there if you want um so like this whole you know the tour owes me something attitude I don't like either yeah so it's going to continue to be yeah. a bit of a, you know, a riff, not only between Liv and PGA Tour, but also amongst the PGA Tour players and the elite PGA Tour players. Well, and you said the elite PGA Tour players, I, and I like that because it seems like there's maybe 15, 20 guys, maybe 25 guys at, at the most 
that are the ones that are really kind of um, setting the trend and making all the comments where he is number 50 in the FedEx Cup points. And he's kind of still sitting on the outside looking in, even though he's in all those signature events and his comments don't matter as much with the PGA Tour and the hierarchy of the PGA Tour as um, a, you know, a guy in the one to 25. Uh, the other thing is he, you know, he made the comment about losing tournaments because they're not going to want to pay. Well, they've already lost one. Um, that is a signature event and that's the Wells Fargo championship. Um, and uh, they've lost, they lost the Honda championship, which, which has a new sponsor now, but it's not a signature event. So, these types of things are going on and the PGA tour is going to have to kind of figure out what they're going to do to appease the, the, the players that are the members of the tour and not just the members that are the top 20 or 25 guys. We talk about fracturing of the game and yeah. the fact that this is, and Ryan Ballinger touched on this as well, being a niche sport and the actual numbers. And I've said this all along, uh, the golf in and of itself is a very small pie in yes. the giant pie of the even of the sports world, right? Sports is niche, you know, in the the whole entertainment world. You've got sports, but then inside of sports, you've got golf, and golf is really small. So my my contention from the beginning is to fracture this up to split the best players can't be healthy for the game. Now uh, those on the other side are suggesting that things needed to change, that there were. Um, you know, the players weren't adequately being caught. It's a similar thing to like a, a lockout or a, something you might see right. in, a, in a collective bargaining agreement move, you know, in some of the other sports. But the fracturing is deeper. What Mackenzie Hughes is recognizing, the fracturing has gone deeper than just the live versus PGA Tour. Right. It's the elite players. It's this fracturing amongst sponsors. It's a fracturing amongst broadcast rights. It's a fracturing amongst fans. And so when you start to realize the the collateral damage that this has happened, y y y there really needs to be an end to this. And I think that's why he said he felt so passionately and compelled is the word he used to speak out against this or speak out and give his opinion to let all the fans know that not everybody feels this way. Not all right. the PGA Tour players are feeling entitled, feeling the person should go up, feeling there should be uh, rewards for those that were loyal to the PGA Tour, all of those kind of things. It's a more a matter of putting the best players out there and the best product that the PGA Tour can and make it a good value for sponsors, fan base, media, yeah. the whole likes, right? So anyway, yeah. good good for him. Good level-headed comments there, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Now, some of the Rory and Phil comments recently may give us an inkling that we're headed in that direction of putting this all together. We'll talk about that more on the back nine, hour number two. Coming up next, you're listening to Real Golf Radio. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. 
support. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back, but you're going to love it and you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than two bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees, and our 15 day guarantee. Call now. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. 800 617 5145. That's 800 617 5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. Really appreciate Ryan Ballingy for joining us. Talked a little bit about the PGA Tour schedule here in 2024, which just uh, kicked off at Kapalua for the century. It's going on this weekend. Enjoy those beautiful views of Kapalua. Also, uh, Ryan got into some of the conversations around uh, the framework agreement extending into next year. And we'll hear Rory's comments around that and how he softened his stance maybe a little bit. And I don't know exactly. Uh, or is it just him change, having a change of heart or change of opinion? I'm not sure. We'll hear, we'll hear his thoughts. I think he's softening his stance with, about the players. 
and their choices. Okay. Not necessarily about the not, not necessarily the platform of live. live. Okay. All right. right. All right. So we'll get into that coming up. You also just heard us talk about Mackenzie Hughes and his comments and how he felt compelled to speak to the fans and the sponsors that not everybody is out here feeling this entitled. We should add more money uh, and price ourselves out of the market kind of feel that he felt was uh, a problem. So interesting yeah. comments there. Hope you enjoyed hour number one. It's available wherever your favorite podcasts are found. Stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two, including our. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. I'm Ron Barr, and for more than 20 years, I've talked with the greatest names in sports. So join me weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific to hear your favorites on Sports Byline USA. USA News. I'm Ryan Daniels. 60 Republican congressmen led by new House Speaker Mike Johnson take time to tour the southern border in Eagle Pass, Texas. From from California to Maryland, from Michigan to, to Florida, every state in America is now a border state. Meanwhile, the White House is piling blame on Republicans. Speaker Johnson continues with the House Republicans to make this a political issue. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre told reporters that Republicans rejected President Biden's supplemental funding request, but Republicans argue there also needs to be significant policy changes to slow down the flow of immigrants. Colorado's Democratic Secretary of State says she believes former President Trump is an insurrectionist while at the same time likely including his name on primary ballots in that state anyway. Secretary of State Jenna Griswold spoke out on Wednesday. At the same time, though, Colorado's deadline to finalize presidential primary ballots is Friday, and Griswold is not bound by a Colorado Supreme Court's earlier decision to keep Trump's name off the ballot, at least not yet. The issue is being resolved in the courts. Biden administration officials, including those at the U.S. State Department, say they don't know who was behind the attack inside Iran Wednesday that left 100 people dead. The Israel-Hamas war turning global continues to be a fear amongst those in D.C. Both inside Israel, uh, whether it be in the north or whether it be in the West Bank or outside of Israel uh, in other countries in the region. The death toll continues to rise in the wake of this week's large earthquake in Japan. There are now at least 73 people confirmed dead after the magnitude 7.5 quake shook western Japan on New Year's Day. Roughly 30,000 people have been forced to evacuate. This is USA News. Every day, our brave military men and women, along with their families, make tremendous sacrifices for our freedom. Patriotic Hearts, a nonprofit organization, is dedicated to supporting these heroes and their families in their times of need. By donating your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts, you'll be supporting job transition and job fair programs, veteran entrepreneurship, counseling, and retreats for combat veterans and their spouses. Call 800-804-7211. You'll receive a tax deduction and we'll arrange a free pickup at your convenience. Imagine the difference you can make in the lives of those who have given so much for our country. Your car donation will directly impact military families, veterans, providing them with the support they desperately need. Call 800-804-7211. You can become a part of something bigger. Join us in our mission to uplift and honor our military community. 
Call 800-804-7211 to donate your unwanted car to Patriotic Hearts. The same global initiative under the UN which sought to correct COVID disinformation online is now shifting focus to combating climate disinformation. At the Department of Global Communications, this will be a key preoccupation as we adapt the United Nations Verified Initiative. The UN's Undersecretary for Global Communications, Melissa Fleming, she says the initiatives will be targeted at ensuring digital literacy for youth, as well as sending out UN info blasts about climate. Similar messaging efforts were taken during the COVID-19 pandemic. SpaceX founder Elon Musk is the focus of a National Labor Relations Board complaint filed against the aerospace company. The company is being accused of firing eight employees who publicly criticized the billionaire tech entrepreneur and their boss in a 2022 letter. The letter was in relation to sexually suggestive tweets made by Musk, along with criticism about how his statements did not match with company policy. There's been no immediate response from SpaceX noted on the filing. Multiple charges against Jackson Mahomes, the brother of Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes, are being dropped by a judge in Kansas. He was accused of forcibly kissing the owner of an Overland Park restaurant back in 2023. Jackson Mahomes, now a social media influencer, still faces one misdemeanor, which will go to trial in March. I'm Ryan Daniels, USA News. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 one 800-734-1229. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income, And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the 10th hole. Here's Brian and Bob. Well, thank you very much, and welcome into the Back Nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. You're listening to Real Golf Radio in year 25 of the show. Really proud of the chan- of the opportunity that we've had to do the show for this long, and hope you uh, have enjoyed it as well. And if you're just new to the show, check us out, realgolfradio.com or at realgolf on X, realgolfradio on the other social channels. 
found where your favorite podcasts are found. You can also hear us on Sirius XM, iHeartRadio, and other digital platforms. And our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. Woo! 24, here we go. I know. Kapalua provides a wonderful opportunity to get that little golf feeling going. The juice is flowing a little bit. After some time off for those of us in seasonal areas where there's snow on the ground and the golf club's been put away for a few weeks, you start to get that little itch. You see the green grass, the blue ocean out there, and you go, mm, mm-hmm. blue golf, carpet. Golf. What about that? Let's get out and do some of that, huh? Yeah. So it's yeah. nice. They do a good job. And I'll tell you, uh, you think about what Hawaii and, and Maui and Kapalua have done over the years in showcasing their property and that beautiful part of, uh, of our country. Yeah, I'm sure there's more than, more than paid for itself in the amount of tourism that goes there. And, and seeing some of the stories the Golf Channel did earlier right. this week, they need tourism to continue there in Maui to help rebuild what happened with those wildfires back in August. So, so devastating and um, so many people whose lives were lost or completely upended and destroyed. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're open for business. They want you to come out. Golf has a way of supporting those kind of things. We, we, we travel, we spend money all in the name of golf and entertainment and for good causes. And that's, that's what hopefully we can get back to when we think about PGA Tour golf and professional golf in general, rather than how much money are these top players worth. And that has become really right. the, the sticking point or the line in the sand that has divided, fractured this game for the last couple of years. Yeah, and you know, um, I was listening to Mark Rolfing talk about how important this was for this event to be played this year. And once they found out, they were excited to get off and running and take their minds off of what happened to them there in Maui in the Lahaina area. Yeah, and a lot of the players uh, doing special things this week to give back and support and things like that. Guys like Ricky Fowler with the Lahaina L on his hat. Really, really cool stuff. We'll get into it next. Plus, here from Rory McElroy right here on Real Golf Radio. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. Staples is serious about gaming. And right now, during Staples Holiday Deals, we're even serious. Er, like this week at Staples, save $50 on the Xbox Series S with free month Game Pass Ultimate Bundle, now just $249.99. Save serious money on gaming with $50 off the Xbox Series S game system today during Staples Holiday Deals. Xbox offer available online and select stores only. While supplies last, limit one ends 12 23. This report is sponsored by IBM. The climate crisis is one of our greatest challenges, and businesses play a significant role in minimizing environmental impact. According to a survey by the IBM Institute for Business Value, 86% of executives have a sustainability strategy in place, but only 35% have acted on it. With its ability to instantly analyze environmental data and optimize operations, generative AI can be a vital tool to turn sustainability aspirations into actions. In fact, 69% of organizations plan to increase their investment in generative AI for sustainability. Odea Bosch, 
Global Sustainability Leader, IBM Consulting. Data is the lifeblood of sustainability efforts, and generative AI can supercharge these efforts, making data operations better and more efficient, reducing costs, emissions, and waste, so organizations can reach both sustainability and financial goals. To learn more, visit ibm.com ibv. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Progressive covers pets in our auto policy at no extra charge. Now, let's hear what your dog has to say. As a dog, I think Progressive's auto pet policy is... Oh, what is that? That's just my tail. <laughs> Weird. Anyway, Progressive protects... There it is again. See? This is why I need protection. I'm so distracted. Nope, that is still my tail. Progressive Auto Insurance covers pets for up to $1,000 in a car accident at no extra charge. And we think your dog would say that's great, too. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage for cats and dogs included with the purchase of collision coverage and subject to policy terms. Not available in all states. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back to the show. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com. 2024 is a huge year for this project as this summer marks the time that the resort will open officially. Of course, the golf course has been open and operating since last uh, Memorial Day. And not only will we have the Resort Center Hotel open and all the restaurants and amenities there, but the Golf Village and those units will be open to host the PGA Tours Black Desert Championship coming up as part of FedEx Cup Fall 2024. There'll be tickets available, volunteer opportunities, sponsorship opportunities, and, of course, there's real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. Go to the website, sign up to get more information and how you can own a piece of this incredible resort opening this year in 24, Black Desert Resort. Dot com. All right, thanks again for joining us. Uh, again, we've been talking about some of the storylines to begin this year. And one of them that will continue to be a storyline is the framework agreement between the PIF Fund and the PGA Tour, yep. which is essentially is an extension. PIF is an extension of LIV. That, that there was a, a framework agreement put in place. And that agreement has uh, had a deadline. Basically, they were going to work towards some sort of uh, a, a partnership or agreement. And it's pushed. it was supposed to end at the end of the year. It's now been pushed into March. So with all of that said, and John Rahm leaving to go to Live Golf at the end of the year, Rory McIlroy was on a podcast on Sky Sports called Stick to Football. It was a soccer podcast. He was on there with some of the guys, and they were asking him about this and what his thoughts were and thought it would be appropriate that we play this. Uh, again, courtesy of Stick to Football podcast. Here's Rory McIlroy uh, talking about some of his feelings. I was maybe a little... Um... I was probably judgmental of the guys that went at the start, and I think that was a bit of a mistake on my part because I now realize not everyone's in my position or in Tiger's position, and, you know, you, you get this offer, and it's, you know, what do you do? It's, you know, we're all, we all turn professional to, to make a living playing the sports that we do, and um, 
I think that's what I realised over the last two years. I can't judge people for making that decision. And um, so if I regret anything, it was probably being too judgmental at the at the start. I think at this point with the so this whole framework agreement and and the sort of merger news back in June, I think what happened is the tours legitimised what Liv was trying to do. So it made it made it easier for guys to to jump. You know, John Rams not got any of the heat that the the first guys got for for going. So it's made it easier for for guys to to jump. And I think John, you know, he's he's smart, and I think he sees things coming together uh, at some point. So he's like, okay, I you know take a lot of upfront money, um, which is his prerogative. He can absolutely do that. And if things come together, I'll just you know I'll maybe play live for a year, come back, play on the tour, and maybe play some team golf on the on the sort of fringes um so i thought it was quite you know it's it's a smart business move it's opportunistic i think he he sees that things will come back together and you know and he's he's in a lucky position he's exempt for all the majors um there's not one person that wouldn't want him on our Ryder cup mm-hmm. team because of you know how good he is so he was in a great position where there wasn't a ton of risk involved for for him to go um but I've I've no problem with John going if that's what he wants to do and he thinks that's the right decision for him and his family. Then, you know, who am I to say any different at this point? Different take there from Rory McIlroy again. That was Rory's comments on a podcast on Sky Sports called Stick to Football. Um, a couple of things came out. He regrets judging the players early on. He yeah. mentioned the framework agreement really opened the door, legitimized players being able to go back and forth, and that Liv was here to stay. And that uh, Rom was smart, opportunistic. He was in a great position with his exemptions and uh, to the majors, and also feels like he's you know going to be able to be maybe integrated back onto the PGA Tour in short order, and um, and and at the same time grab all that money while it was uh, being dangled in front of him. What was your thoughts on that, Bob? Well, I I understand totally what he was saying about um, he, he was he was probably took too harsh of a stance to begin with against the players and and what they what they did as far as going to live golf let me but ask you let me stop you real quick do you think he okay. did you think he took too hard of a harsh of a stance i, I don't i don't yeah. but looking back in retrospect that's that's what he's saying i don't think he did um the reason i don't think he did is it, it was totally about the money but yet all of them have um, come up with the corporate answers all the time. Uh, Want to play less? It's for, it's for my family, which the money is. Um, grow the game. They want to grow the game, that kind of thing. And so I, I, I think that's the smoke and mirrors from the whole thing. The whole thing is the money. And if, if these guys are out there to benefit and provide for their families, you know, a lot of those guys jumped because they did. Because and because they could. Now, will this agreement bring everybody back? That remains to be seen. Who will be suspended? Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. The lawsuit, um, all all kinds of stuff go into this, and we haven't seen it or how it's going to work out or those types of things. But um, maybe John Rom did jump because he could see. Um, the writing on the wall, mm-hmm. and uh, like Rory said, you know, play live for a year, 
um, be integrated back into the PGA Tour and do some other stuff. But it, it will definitely be interested how the, how this all smooths out or if it does smooth out. Yeah, basically uh, said he wasn't taking the same kind of risk and he didn't receive the same backlash that the original players got. Now, look, when right. this thing first started Exemptions to majors was huge. It's huge. Giant. But in the beginning, I don't think Rory misjudged those guys because it was a legit threat. Right to is an existential threat to their jobs, their livelihood, essentially. Mm-hmm. And yep. so I can see him having an issue with those that that jump ship with someone that was attacking their right. their tour, their entity. Right. So right. there's that. Uh, the second part of that is he seemed to lead us here. I, I'm just interested in the direction that he went with Rom, saying maybe plays for a year, then he's back and integrated and plays the, some team golf on the fringes. That was the way he yeah. put it. Is that where yeah. Liv's going to reside, is some team golf on the fringes? I don't know. It, yeah, it interesting, kind of, huh? you know, a guy that, a guy that led and, and carried the torch for the PGA Tour and used to be on the policy board but resigned his, resigned his term on the policy board, um, he probably knows a little bit more on the inside than the average person does. And so maybe that's an, uh, something showing us what could possibly be coming down the pike. Well, something's going to be coming, that's for sure. Um, yep. Something's yep. got to happen at this point, and – the the framework agreement opened the door for this to happen, and I don't think there's any going any. And there's no going back at this point. I don't think so. Yeah. No. Will more players no. jump ship between now and then? I guess that really depends on the PGA Tour's willingness to um, be at and the what table. Their situation is, yeah, too, yeah, yeah with so. majors and stuff. Now Phil Mickelson jumped in, and and he we'll talk about that, but he wanted to use this as an opportunity to say, hey, we're all coming together through this. I don't know that I see it the same way Phil did. I agree with Ryan on that, but nevertheless, there's two sides that are trying to legitimize their positions, and so it's easy to take what you need out of whatever context and and apply that in your favor. We got to take a break. When we come back, we'll catch up with America's favorite caddy. We still have our all too way too early major championship predictions to discuss as well. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. 
And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, If you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear, nothing shows on the back of your ear, and at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case, and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number, call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738 That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, 25 years talking golf with you. And for the most part, we have enjoyed the company of America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. I feel like I should clarify that when I say for the most part we've enjoyed, I mean, for most of those years, we've been able to have the caddy on with us. I didn't mean sometimes (laughs) we don't necessarily enjoy the company of the caddy. We always enjoy the caddy. Caddy, Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, gentlemen. And that reminds me of one of the greatest caddy firing lines of all time. And, of course, the names will be withheld to protect the innocent, but... The best one, one of the best ones I ever heard is when the player looked at his caddy, who had caddied for him for many years, and he said, you know what? I'm getting tired of looking at your face. (laughs) True story. (laughs) Just like that. That's why why the gallery ropes are the zone of temporary insanity. No, isn't that the truth? Yeah. How about that putt cannot be made? Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. But that didn't really get Doiggy fired. That's just, oh. that's immediate. But that's what Cuz said right away. Doiggy, yeah. you're fired. But he was, of course, you know. Doiggy probably got fired several hundred times. So you're telling me and he just said he got tired of looking at your face, and that was it. You're, he was done. Caddy was done. Yeah, that was about it. That's how it ended. Beautiful relationship. 
Well, you know what? That's a nice segue into what I wanted to talk a little bit about with you, because there's been some caddy changes, as there tends to be this time of year. Uh, New season, uh, new equipment, new clothing deals, and new caddies. And uh, the most notable one, of course, is Ricky Fowler's longtime caddy who's been with Tom Kim lately. Joe Scovron is now caddying for Ludwig Hebert. Tell us what you know about that. I don't know much more than public information. I haven't asked Joe anything about it. Um, so yeah, I mean to report on what's been reported, it sounds like Aberg felt like he's probably going to be contending in some majors and he wanted some, uh, major experience on the back. So there you have it. Would you, would you take Aberg? Would you take Aberg over Kim right now? Uh, well, as far as potential golfing success goes, uh, my money's going to be on Aberg. Yeah. Um, Tom Kim seems like just a hoot to work for, though. I mean, he likes to have fun. He can flat out play. And you you never know what's going to happen. Tom Kim might end up winning five majors. I mean, it's, but Aberg, Aberg looks like I haven't seen him either, either of them hit a ball in person, so I'm not real qualified on this, but yeah, Aberg has a lot of like this is the next Tiger Woods type stuff going on. Um, he's really highly, re- super highly regarded. Um, but look, golf's a weird game. You never know what's going to end up happening over the long run. So, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a big look. Bob, have you been to Sea Island? Are you familiar with the course by chance? Um, I have not. Nope. So, if anybody's been to Sea Island, think about the fifth hole on the seaside course. It's a dogleg right par par four, and it's got water all up the right, and it's a sharp dogleg. It's like an eighty degree, almost a ninety degree, and you just hit it left and have yourself anywhere from one sixty to a hundred yards, depending on how much you can cut off. And then there's a bunker fronting the green. He drove it on the green with the lead, with like a two-shot lead on Saturday or Sunday. Mm. And just even making that play with a two-shot lead is like, are you kidding me? And But he actually put the ball on the green, on the putting surface. And it's, it's kind of like the drive on Bay Hill at number six. It's not that extreme, not that much of a carry, but it's kind of like that. And like, do you, you do that with a, with a two- or three-shot lead? Are you kidding me? I mean, wow. Yeah, and he shot. He shot. He shot one twenty two on the weekend. I mean, there's lots. Of, granted, there are a lot of people who can shoot one twenty two on the weekend. Lots of them, hundreds and hundreds of them, thousands. Wow, well, but well, he did it, thousands. But he did it for. He did it. He, well, tens of thousands of people can shoot one twenty two. No, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, well, for for a two day. He's not tournament? saying for two two rounds. He's saying <laughs> oh, for yeah, 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 yeah. One twenty two. No, that, that's the little. That's the important part. It was for two days, not one. Nobody shoots 122. You don't shoot 122. Are you kidding me? I was going to say, that list is very small, and you were like extending it out pretty far. Like, where are we going with this? Well, there are tens of thousands of people who can shoot 122. On a weekend. There are. On a weekend, yeah. Yeah. On a weekend round of golf at their local muni. I got you. Okay. So, Ludverb Aberg. Is is twenty ninth currently in world golf rankings? He started the year last year like around three thousandth. 
and he's 29th right now. He was he was playing collegiate golf last year in the spring and turned pro, played at Texas Tech, turned pro, and now he's 29th in the world. So I think his upside is huge. Yeah, that seems like a pretty good bet. Yeah. Do you think my world rankings changed since my Hogan Tour appearance in the Buffalo Open in 1991 or two or whatever, whenever it was? Do you think it's changed? I fired an 81-77, I believe, maybe 76. That second round may have been better than I thought. But do you think my world – I think I've gone down significantly in world rankings. Since then. That was my last event um, as far as the PGA Tour or – minor league yeah. well only because time right time time's not on your side there as, as certain tournaments pass and years pass right. you know but otherwise yeah i'm sure you're pretty much right there yeah yeah uh, okay. every two I years wanted, you drop I, I lower can we google that i don't know yeah anyway yeah i just i just did the caddy is listed caddy in the top right in the top 600 you're you're okay you're still there, there. okay good good that's yeah. good to know I'm, yeah. i feel better now yeah yeah you don't have to hit a shot I mean, it's just the reputation alone keeps you inside the top 600, so you're good. That's right. Yeah, That's right. A couple other changes, Caddy. Tom Kim, of course, needed a Caddy, so he picked up uh, Dan, is it Perot? Dan Perot, is that how you say that? Caddy. I'm sorry, the leaf blower is distracting me here. Okay. Um, P-A-R-R-A-T-T. I didn't know if it was Parrot, Parrot. Anyway, he's recently been with K.H. Lee, Ben On. Uh, before that, Alex Noren, Robert Carlson. I don't know if you know this guy, but... That's who Tom Kim picked up. Um, I I do a little bit. So, yeah. And then, of course, we have the, the, the Tesori. Yeah, uh, that's where I was yeah. going next. The Tesori thing is, is interesting, right? Paul Tesori. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do, we, do we know who's who's working for, for Cameron yet? Yeah, do we so, know? some guy named Wayne DeHaas. Wayne DeHaas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, do not, I do not know Lane DeHaas. Wayne, yeah. I know Lane. Yeah, Blaine. No, Wayne with a W. Hopefully. Oh, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne DeHaas. Oh. Not Wayne Odrano. Not Wayne Odrano. I might know Wayne. Maybe I know Wayne. You know, that this is one of the things. So the, the last time I caddied on tour was 2015. That's a long time ago. There's been so much turnover. You, it's, it's, it's really shocking how much turnover there is in just, you know, two or three years. It really turns over a lot. Yeah. But you've always got your standards as far as, you know, the guys that consistent like Teddy and and Paul Tesori and Joe LaCava and you got oh, those yeah. guys that have been around a long time. Lifers, we call them. And of course you meant Life. to include Fluff in that. He's the out he's the uh consummate lifer. Oh, there's Pete Pete Bender. Pete still I don't think Pete still might be doing some Champions Tour stuff, but he's in his 70s. And uh, Andy Martinez, of course. He's still out there? Yeah. They're... I'm sure Andy's still doing a few. Andy, Andy, Andy will do – he's in such good shape. You know, he plays tennis all the time. And Andy's in his 70s. Now, for those who need a little update on – Andy was Johnny Miller's caddy yeah. in his heyday um, quite a bit. Worked for Johnny and – Gave the yards and half yards and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. By the and way, that it's a was uh, they were really good yardage books like yours. That's right. That's right. That's right. 
By the way, Paul Tesori is carrying Brendan Todd's bag this week. Brendan Todd. Yeah, Brendan Todd, he's one of those guys who just decides to win every once in a while. It's like out of nowhere. Okay, I'm going to win. I don't want to win one or two tournaments. Let's go. He had one of the most awesome shots at the Players' Championship one year on 17. You can definitely Google it and see it. And uh, let's just say there's an island way to the right and way short of the green. With the tree on it. With the tree on it. And he either almost put it on the island or did. And his reaction was priceless. He just, I mean, you just got to laugh at that one, right? Yeah, what can you do? This is the second one we've Googled. Uh, earlier in the show, we were Googling uh, Thomas LeVay when he picked up Ernie Els after the playoff that Ernie Els won at the Open Championship back in uh, 2002. I think we decided it was. Do you remember that celebration? Thomas LeVay. Literally, um, Thomas LeVay that stands about 5'5", five, five, picked up Big Ernie. Oh, I know. Trust me, I know Thomas LeVay. I had an experience uh, in the Ryder Cup with Thomas LeVay on the final day in singles, mm. and it didn't turn out as well as I would have liked. Yeah. Are you, you going nice to share that nice story? Guy. Well, th- this, is, this, is, this is okay. So this is, I don't know if I should reveal this information because it could come back to haunt me, but Oakland Hills were on the final hole, and I think the match is tied or we're one down. Don't remember. And as we're walking, we're in the fairway, and my player's setting up to hit his shot, and the crowd starts singing the Olay song in the 18th bleachers because they've, somebody's made a putt to secure the victory. And Sergio comes sprinting right across the green, right down the center of the fairway as my that. player's setting up to hit his shot. Yeah. And he has to back off, and Sergio's jumping up and down like he thinks he's back at Medina as a 16-year-old or how 14, how old was he, 12 at my time? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, nine. he's jumping up and down, running to, to hug Thomas LeVay. And ever since then, I just, the Olay, the Olay song, as the kids nowadays would say, triggers me. Mm. It triggers me. It sends me in a deep state of psychological distress, basically. And I can't get over it. That's the same event so that I became I, dis- yeah. distressed by the Olay song. But you've yeah. got Olay mm-hmm. LeVay. Let's not, let's, let's, you got Olay LeVay. Oh, you yeah. had to throw that in there to yeah. make it just a little worse, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Just a little worse now. Olay LeVay. Olay yeah. LeVay. That's all we have to say. Next time we're playing a match oh, wow. against the caddy and he's got an important putt that could take some money from me, I'm going to drop <laughs> Olay LeVay. Olay, Olay, Olay LeVay. Yes, good, Bob. Oh, boy. Love it. Love it. You know, that reminds me of a few more stories, but we're on a limited budget today. So. <laughs> mm. Hey, caddy, uh, we've got all year. We're just starting. Oh, that's true. It's yeah. just starting. Yes, we have several minutes spent. Yeah. Okay. I would like to point out, though, that uh, this week Kapalua does provide those beautiful views. Uh, Bob and I are sitting here in Utah where it is uh, a nice little snowfall outside, as you might expect in January. So uh, having those views is spectacular. But you know what I'm excited about? I know you're out working on the West Coast Swing right now. To me, the best part about starting the new year is the West Coast Swing. I love Hawaii. Don't get me wrong. But to me, the... 
the sexiness of the tour schedule, what got me excited about the PGA Tour back in the day, aside from the major championships, which are obvious, is the, it was the West Coast swing. You know, the venues, the celebrity names that were attached to them for so long, you know, that sort of history. To me, it's the most signature of all of the swings, quote unquote, that, that are on the schedule on the PGA Tour, in my opinion. What, what do you think? I love the West Coast swing. I mean, I love it. Um, the West in the winter, there's there's nothing like Palm Desert in the winter or Scottsdale or Tucson. The beauty of Pebble, I mean, come on. I've been to Pebble like 7,000 times, and every time I get to the 7th tee, I have to take a photo. I have the same photo of the 7th hole every year. I don't know. I just have to, though. I have to take it. You know, I saw Roger Staubach once throw a ball onto the green on 7. Oh. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, that was two years ago. Just, you know, he was more known for his arm than his swing anyway, right? Yeah, you know, I'm sitting here. I'm actually, um, I have a new best friend here at PGA West Stadium course. Uh, that would be Teddy. Teddy is the, the dog that tried to corral my golf cart yesterday. Mm. She decided that I needed to be herded. And, uh, yeah, so she's, she's, she's enough, my new friend out here. So, yeah, I mean, just makes it that much much more special, you know. <laughs> Just worked in a little little dog story in there. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, you, you know. I mean, come on. How can you not like a dog that tries to herd you like your cattle? I, now, maybe I should be anyway offended. We won't get yeah. into that. Okay, all right. Well, I'm starting. I am starting to eat better. Okay, that's good. Nice. Hey, real quick before we let you go, we're doing our way too early predictions. Do you want to? You want to? I'm going to give you. You can answer this week, or you can punt, and we'll give you next week if you want to come back with your way too early major winner predictions for the four majors. It's way too early. I know that's what that's what makes it fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so okay, um, we're going to go. We're going to go Jordan Spieth at the Masters. Okay. okay. Okay, and so let me think now. We got Pinehurst for well, second the United would, States. Well, second's the PGA at Valhalla. Yeah, you got to understand. My brain still thinks the PGA is in August. I'm aware. Okay, right. I, it just does. I, yeah. So, so we've got Valhalla. Ooh, Rory. Rory comes back. Did you see that stat? Did you know that Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson have won majors more recently than either Jordan Spieth or Rory McIlroy? But up, bump. No, how about, about that? that? Yeah, that is interesting. Isn't that something? But Rory McIlroy is going to take it at Valhalla again. He's okay. going to do it okay. again. There. Yep, he's going to he's going to get back there, have the good vibes. Yeah, right. and then we're of course we're, we so we we haven't we discussed the Masters. We now we're now we're at Pinehurst. Okay. Yes. Uh, Pinehurst. Let's see. I I'm going I'm going foreign player. And uh, you know what? I think I think our man Aberg does it. There. Oh I'm wow! Gonna, I'm going to go. Ooh, yeah, first timer. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Uh, it starts starts to live up to all this potential billing from Keimer to Aberg. Okay, all right. Well, we had you know we we've had we've had a few foreign guys win at Pinehurst. So you know we've got Germany, we've got New Zealand. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Michael Campbell. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Martin right. Keimer. Okay. okay, and then uh, the, o- open. the Open Tallman Show. Yeah, Royal Troon. Uh, what is- oh, Tadeen. I played Troon once. I hurt my finger there on the first hole, and I <laughs> shot out of the rough. 
Um, <laughs> even, it was like 37 degrees and the, and everybody's playing like it's just another day. Wait, it was in late October. Troon's pretty cool. Yeah. I like Troon. Um, Tavine. That was Tavine. the site of the Phil Mickelson Stenson yes. battle of the yes. last time they played Putting, in 2016. When they beat everybody by Watson and Nicholas type Turnberry numbers. Yeah. 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 So here's that your was, last winners. Here's awesome. your last, uh, well, here's your winners there. Arthur Havers in 1923. Bobby Locke mm. in 1950, Arnold Palmer in 62, Weiskopf in 73, uh, Watson mm. in 82, Kalkovecchia in 89, Leonard, Hamilton, and Stenson uh, more recently. Wow. So it's, a, it's, an, it's an American Open Championship for the most part. Yep. There's three, yes, three foreign players and six American players. Seven. Mm. Six, yeah. Yeah, I'm having trouble. It's not coming to me. Mm. It's not coming to me for some. You know, yeah, this one's this one's kind of hanging a little bit. It's not. I put Hovland in there okay, for that one. I have to make it. You know what? I I'll go with your Hovland. I'll double your Hovland. All right. And I tripled yeah. it. Okay. All right. We're all three in on Hovland for uh, Troon. There we go. Okay, these are early picks. These are subject to. Oh yeah, we just refer back to these and look how silly or how great they looked way out when. So yeah, nice done, nicely done. All right, Caddy, we got to run. We're pushing, uh, we're pushing the clock here, but always good to visit with you. Glad that you're off to a good start. And where will we find you next week? By the way, you still on the West Coast, working your way? I'll be at beautiful Tory Pines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, don't get lost La in the rough. California, La Jolla, California. La Jolla. <laughs> Thanks, Caddy. Well, I'm in La, I'm in La Quinta right now. All right, thank La you, gentlemen. Qu- La Quinta, that's the Caddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's in La Quinta with Teddy, the the sheep herding dog. Uh, we'll right. take a short break. More of the show continues next. By now, you've heard about Black Desert Resort in St. George. You've seen the picturesque photos of the Tom Weiskopf Design Championship Golf Course. You've heard that the PGA and LPGA Tours are coming to Black Desert. You've probably heard there's going to be a water park and other things. You've heard right. But did you know that you can own a piece of Black Desert Resort? Go to blackdesertresort.com and sign up to learn about exclusive real estate opportunities available right now. The interest and demand has been enormous, and Phase 1 is nearly sold out. As an owner, you'll enjoy discounted and priority tea times, discounts on spa treatments, dining, shopping, and more. And when you're not staying at Black Desert, you can put your unit in the resort rental program, which will provide rental income for you. Year-round family fun awaits at Black Desert Resort. Don't miss out. Sign up today to learn more at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort, unlike anything you've experienced before. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded the Folds of Honor, providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. 
Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to Hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision. I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and hoopsvision.com. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, thanks to the caddy for joining us there. Again, if you missed any part of it, download us where your favorite podcasts are found by searching Real Golf Radio. We're at Real Golf on X and Real Golf Radio and other social platforms. Find us on SiriusXM, iHeartRadio, and all the digital platforms, as well as our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. All right, um... Hey, we're coming off the caddy. Time to kind of make our way too early major championship predictions. Before we get there, Player of the Year was announced, and it was Scotty Scheffler once again getting the nod for Player of the Year. There's a lot of people mm-hmm. that were up in arms saying, yeah, it should have been John Roms. I think it was John Roms before he went to live. Would you agree or Defected. you disagree? Yeah, I, th- I think it probably would have been four wins total with the Masters. Scotty Scheffler won twice um, with uh, both elevated events, the Phoenix Open, um, and also the Players' Championship. Uh, so in 23 starts, Scotty Scheffler had 13 top five finishes, 17 top 10 finishes. Wow. And um, that's the highest mark for any of the players on tour. And then uh, he made $21 million, uh, which sets the season record um, above what he made last year, which was $14 million. So That's not including um, FedEx Cup bonuses. Yeah, exactly. And so Scotty Scheffler uh, had a phenomenal year, one early on in the year and not so much later on in the year. That's what John Rahm did as well. But Scotty Scheffler was more consistent throughout. And uh, the players on the PGA Tour are the ones that determine the vote for who it is, and they pick Scotty. And it also happened to be right in the middle of when Scheffler yeah. was winning uh, Hero and Rom was leaving. Yes. So did that sway it? Um, of course it did, right? But yeah. normally if you and I are talking, look, four wins with a major over to a two-win season is going to win every yeah. single time, right? Yeah. But it is Schiffler's a stand- scoring average also was 68.63. So two, lo- lowest on tour since Tiger Woods uh, in 2009 at 68.05. It's the lowest ever since they've been keeping track of this yeah. since 1980 yeah. other than Tiger Woods who did it like yes. about seven or eight times. But, yes. but yeah, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> so yeah. And 17 top tens. 
Uh, I mean, I'd take four wins and and ten top tens over two wins and seventeen top tens. But right, right. nevertheless, uh, Scotty's year was unreal, yeah. and it's just uh, it's unfortunate that he has struggled so much on the greens that cost him, you know, probably yeah. a couple more dubs out there. But yeah. uh, we'll see. He seems to have something going with the putter and is uh, is playing good golf. And the guy is uh, he's a master. So uh, that yeah. that's the debate. I have no problem with Scotty Scheffler winning it. I, I absolutely think it would have been Rom. But the players aren't going to vote for somebody that looked like he was moving away from that wasn't even going to be on the tour this year when it was announced. And and I can appreciate yeah. that. So it is what it is. All right, way too early Masters uh, and major predictions, Bob. Let's let's go through it, beginning okay. with Augusta. Again, this was John Rom's Masters. And the runners-up were Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka. Who do you think it is for 2024? Well, I, you know me for the last what, how many years? Um, I've said I'm, I'm going with, I'm going with the feel-good story, and I'm saying Rory McIlroy because I want him to get his career Grand Slam. Okay, all right. Well, look, that would be a feel-good story, and everyone would yep. love to see it. Uh, I'm going to go with Xander Shoffley. I mean, look at his record: 50th, second, 17th, third. Uh, in 2019, he made 25 birdies. That ties for the second most. He followed up a missed cut in 22 with a top 10 last year, and he's fifth in scoring average last year on the PGA Tour. In fact, he and Hovland are the only two players inside that top five in scoring average that are yet to win a major championship. Xander's uh, played well for a lot of years at Augusta, and uh, I, I think he's, uh, he's going to get it done. So that's my way to order. Let's go to the PGA. Okay. It's at Valhalla in Kentucky. I'll start with this one. Uh, maybe I've got a little Kentucky woman, uh, you know, Neil Diamond <laughs> in my head, but I'm going to go with JT's Kentucky born. It's the, there at Valhalla. He's a two-time PGA champion already. So uh, JT is not going to go into the booth uh, like Kenny Perry did, his other fellow uh, native Kentuckian, when he had a chance to win the PGA championship at Valhalla. He's not going to do that, and he's going to end up picking up a third Wanamaker trophy. Wow. Okay, so I'm the feel-good story again. Jordan Spieth needs uh, the PGA championship for his career Grand Slam, so I'm going to take Jordan speed. Hey, why not? There's only been six people to why? ever do that why ever. Yep. So why not have two in one year? Um, yep. Let's go to the U S open at Pinehurst and I'm going to go with Scotty Scheffler on this one. Ryan Ballinger He made some compelling points to that fact. And uh, with the greens being as tough as they are, maybe putting isn't quite as much of a premium. And uh, obviously Scheffler's a tremendous ball striker. So uh, it's hard to think of Scheffler not getting a second major championship at some point in time. The guy's playing unbelievable. I'm going Scheffler. Yeah, I I picked Scotty Scheffler as well at the U.S. Open. Ball striking, hitting fairways, hitting greens. Uh, putter, we'll see how the putter works around, but because he's been working a ton on it during the off season, and uh, so I think Scotty Scheffler is is going to be a guy that wins the U.S. Open this year. And that would be good for his resume as well. All right, the Open yep. Championship, Bob's at Royal Troon. Last time it was a shootout between Phil Mickelson and Henrik Stenson. Stenson yep. prevailed. He had shot that, uh, what, 63 in the final round. Really unbelievable stuff. Who do you like this year? I like Victor Hovland. I think he's going to be the next guy to break out of the the first time to win a major championship. And uh, and and it fits well for him to, to have it on a um, British Open uh, European uh, DP World Tour type golf course, uh, a Lynx golf course. And so for that reason, I am taking Victor Hovland. Yeah, I guess you and I are, as we talked with the caddy, we're both in on this camp. It just it feels hard not to have Hovland in there somewhere right. as a winning a major championship. 
Doesn't mean it's going to happen this year, but from the way too early perspective, you know, the 100-foot view, Victor Hovland's a guy that looks like he should be a major champion, and he's in good form. He was runner-up at the PGA last year to Brooks Kepka. Let's put Victor Hovland in there for Royal Troon. Uh, pretty okay. interesting stuff. All right, we'll see. Yeah. We'll check in along the way throughout the year and see how those way too early predictions uh, either look really good or look kind of silly. So, But all those guys are going to have some some good years uh, from, yep. from where we sit at this point in time. We'll wrap up the show next. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. If you're living with diabetes and using insulin, you know the pain of pricking your fingers over and over again. Ouch! Well, by wearing a small remote device called a Continuous Glucose Monitor, or CGM, you can reduce the pain of pricking your fingers. If you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, call now and learn how a CGM can help you. Painless. No more pricking my finger. No finger pricks. Convenience. They delivered it free and they took care of all the paperwork. You can reduce pain right away. Plus, it's accurate, easy to use, and helps you spend more time in range. And if you have insurance, you can get a new CGM at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Call now and get free shipping of your new CGM. Plus, we'll bill your insurance for you. 800-390-5160-800-390-5160-800-390-5160. That's 800-390-5160. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145-800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495-800-788-1495-800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. 
Welcome back. Brian and Bob with you. And again, uh, really excited to kick off our first show of 2024, marking our 25th year of golf, talking with you here on the show. And in our 25 years of golf, we're going to take a moment throughout the the season to reflect on some of those. And I'm going to go back to the first year, Bob, 1999, the miracle at Brookline. Tom Lehman leading the charge, and he joined us the week after. And I tell you, I was bursting with uh, with pride and just with the awe to be able to talk to Tom Lehman about that miraculous win that he yeah. led the charge in on that Ryder Cup win and that Ryder Cup come from behind victory. You know, I thought it was kind of interesting. The caddy just told the story about uh, uh, Sergio running down the middle of the fairway because they had they had won the cup, and uh, we're always known as the ugly Americans because we like to celebrate too. And those guys had a celebration there on the seventeenth hole or the 16th green, something like that. So, uh, yes, that was a huge one for us, and I thoroughly enjoyed that comeback of down five points and making it all the way back to win. And I'm glad you had a good relationship with Tom Lehman to be yeah. able to get him to come on and talk about that. And we've had yeah. Tom on the show many, many times over the years. Uh, really good dude. And um, that was a that was one of the, my favorite memories uh, looking back 25 years here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks again to Ryan Ballinger who joined us, America's favorite caddy. Our producer is Dave Glauser. He's Bob Casper. I'm Brian Taylor. And thanks to you for tuning in each and every week. We're excited for this year. Appreciate you uh, coming along with us. We'll talk to you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thank you for listening to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Gasper. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf and join us every week on the Real Golf Radio Network. Hi, this is Rick Tittle. Tune in every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific time for the video game review. We'll review games. We'll give away a brand new game. We'll talk cheat codes, new releases, and your calls as well. That's right here every Sunday night on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. I'm Ron Barr, and for more than 20 years, I've talked with the greatest names in sports. So join me weeknights at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific to hear your favorites on Sports Byline USA.